Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. As I dive into why and how prices for all sorts of goods are rising steadily across India and who the citizens believe is to blame. With the price of everything from beans to gadgets to medicines soaring, citizens have little doubt who to blame. The ruling Bharatiya Janata Party or BJP of India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi. They are minting money only thinking of themselves, people say. India's poor were already majorly affected by the country's strict coronavirus pandemic lockdowns, which saw many lose jobs and incomes. Now they are bearing the brunt of rising food costs as Russia's war on Ukraine causes steep increases in commodity prices around the world. And for the Modi government, the stakes could not be higher. Controlling inflation is crucial in a country in which the price of onions allegedly decides the results of elections, as it did in 1980 when former Prime Minister Indira Gandhi won after her rival oversaw a steep increase in the cost of the vegetable. India's inflation hits an 8-year high in April of 7.79% against a year earlier before moderating slightly in May to 7.04%. But it remains above the upper end of the central bank's target range of 6%, and vegetable costs continued to soar in May, rising 18.26% year-on-year. In response, Modi's government has cut fuel taxes, while the Reserve Bank of India has begun raising interest rates for the first time in nearly four years. But those efforts have come too late to prevent further price rises, analysts say. I think the RBI was a little complacent, and the government too. The focus had just been on economic growth, said Shumita Deveshwar, Senior Director for India Research at TS Lombard. The rise in inflation has coincided with the withdrawal of pandemic-era central bank relief measures and the heat wave that has battered India's wheat crop, so the timing couldn't have been worse. In response to rising food prices and crop damage, New Delhi has limited wheat exports and announced a cap on sugar shipments as well. Cooking gas subsidies for low-income households are also part of their scheme. The government's excise duty cuts for petrol and diesel should directly ease inflation by 0.2 percentage points and indirectly by 0.5 percentage points, according to HSBC. But the fiscal cost of the fuel tax cuts is steep. HSBC estimates rupees 1 trillion or 13 billion US dollars in lost government revenue. New Delhi has also said it would help farmers by doubling fertilizer subsidies, adding to the burden on government finances. Altogether, economists estimate that the new fiscal measures will cost the state rupees 2 trillion, which is about 0.5% of the GDP of the nation. For the government, it's definitely a tough balancing act now, said Sonal Verma, Nomura chief economist for Asia. There are signs that some voters have had enough. They feel that they have been abandoned by the government, a sentiment that is threatening to grow with the onset of the monsoon season, 
which even during times of low inflation, typically leads to higher food prices. The government has to both balance expenditure and make up for the cuts they implemented to ease inflation, while reassuring voters that their course of action is the best for the nation. So that's it for today's episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. Stay tuned and see you next week.